Hey everybody, this is Millennial Producer Tony preempting the podcast for a quick little message that we have got a store page up on the website now. Go check out some of our merch if you want to support us a little bit and uh, wear some cool swag. So uh, go check it out, podcastxyz.podbean.com and show off your love for the podcast. Am I the crazy person? Well, I guess you got to go now, don't you? No, no, but... ¿Dónde está? Señor Winston. When I'm playing hide and seek. Donde está Señor Tony? Bookstores? Tony's coming over. Oh, I think there was water. Who is I... Bismol Funyuns? Nothing? Baby, it's cold outside. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you know this, but you can't suck on that. Yes. All right. Just like the disembodied head. <laughs> I gotta do my muscle warm up. Welcome to the XYZ Podcast. This is Millennial Producer Tony, joined, as always, by Gen X Brian. Hey, everybody. Good to see you. And Gen Z Winston. What it do? (laughs) You reminded me as as we went to air, as if we're on the air, (laughs) as we went to air, Winston's loosening up his face, and it reminded me of the Macaulay Culkin home alone scene where he puts Ashton after shape. Yeah, that's immediately what I thought. Yeah. I feel like, I think he's the one that's dating um, Brenda Song, the girl that played London Tipton, uh, Sweet Life, Zach and Cody. See, uh-huh. now uh-huh. I know what that show is because I have children. Does uh-huh. Tony know what that show is? I do because I have a 12 oh, yes. year old younger yeah. sister. <laughs> well, you, well, she's 12 years younger. Yeah. It makes it sound like you have a current, currently have a 12 year old. Yeah. My sister's <laughs> yeah. 12 years younger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but is it, is it right though, Tony? Yeah. Did I didn't know? say I had a 12 year old sister. I said I had a 12 year old younger sister. No, well, no, no. Yeah, no, I, I mean... no, you're right. Nope. I screwed up. Nope. No, 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 I'm saying, is it true that McCulkin Culkin is dating? McCulkin Culkin. Is that yes. not his name? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't okay. he go by Mac now? Which is uh, weird. I think Michael Jackson just called him that. I don't know. I just saw clips of him on Celebrity oh God, Jeopardy. They have, a, they have a baby together. Yeah. Two kids. <laughs> they have wow. two kids. Uh, no, Macaulay Culkin was just on Celebrity Jeopardy. He was going by Mac. Yeah, that's um, where I think I saw him pop up recently. So you're telling me that Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone... Mm-hmm. He's dating Brenda Song from the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Is that yeah. what it was? Or the homecoming warrior is uh, Theodore Rhoda. She's really famous for lots of Asian kids. Know her from that one. Okay. Yeah, I'm not Asian. Enough. I didn't I didn't watch the Disney Channel show, but I was like it's exclusive. It's a Disney movie. What? Winston has to he's required to be up on all things oh. Asian. Just yeah. To, you know, no, just, I just knew well, she was the hot I just knew <laughs> right. she was the hot the hot Asian, Asian girl from there. <laughs> the dumb one. And then there was the hot blonde girl from there. I don't remember either of their names ever. Ashley Ashley Tisto. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's Candace from Phineas and Ferb. Right, which is yeah. funny because I knew her from like watching Phineas and Ferb with my kids. And then I think they were watching High School Musical and I heard yeah. her voice. Mom, Phineas and Ferb are making a title sequence. I didn't know they were the two. Same thing with Family Guy. I watched Family Guy before I knew who Mila Kunis was. So when I saw her and I heard Meg's voice coming out of her, I was like, that's you didn't, weird. You didn't watch that 70s show before Family Guy? No, I didn't, which is, I mean, I knew of the show um, and and hmm. had seen scenes of it, but never watched it enough to where, you know, the first three seasons of the Family Guy, I watched those like back to back to back, like binge them. And it was just absolutely hilarious. So... But yeah, I never really watched that 70s show. So when I did and then I saw her, I'm like, that's weird. That's Meg's voice. Okay. Yeah. Great, great show. You watch that 70s show, Winston? 
I'm not, but I know of the show. Like okay. that's where Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis is on, right? Topher like, Grace. Topher yeah. Grace. Oh, that's uh, Eddie Brock, right? That was. Yeah, it was and, Eddie and Brock. And we can't talk about who's who's the who's the now the disgraced incarcerated Scientologist, um, Danny yeah. Masterson. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, just... I don't care about him. So I mean, <laughs> he didn't make me laugh. So screw him. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's doing time it's not it's not a good situation dude what he cheap, did. cheap trick did the sound did the uh theme song to that 70s show i did not realize that i don't think i knew that either cheap trick hailing from somewhere in illinois i can't remember winston probably has no idea who cheap trick is or even i what do we're not talking about i don't i don't have a single clue as to who that is they are what a 70s rock band uh yes i yeah. mean i mean it, yeah I if would you never were... know that. <laughs> You're not up on your 70s rock band? You oh, will... okay. This is actually really good. Sorry okay, to interject. We... Um, shout out to Beatbox Alcohol. You make it sound break. like they're sponsoring the show. That'd be <laughs> No, they're, they're, I wish they would. Hey, this Beatbox, is... if you want to sponsor this show, let yeah. me know. Yeah, it's, uh, I got, so this is uh, my beverage of choice for tonight. I don't have a blurb. It's time. it's uh, box, it would be hilarious if I did. It's <laughs> box wine. Uh, tastes like it's fruit punch flavor. See, that's where it, it can't be wine. It's got to be like malt liquor. <laughs> I don't know. I want to know what's in that stuff, but it, it but is. It's it, like it's like it's like drinking a, a, a Capri Sun and then having like a weird, like bitter aftertaste to it. <laughs> My Capri Sun's gone bad. That looks like a box. That get like coconut water at Whole Foods in is is the uh, so like, I, you know what it looked like? Just box, water. Just water. Yes, <laughs> it does. It does. Yes. I, I do applaud the uh, the cardboard. Plastic's out of control, but yeah, that's uh, that's it. Definitely has that look, but I don't know how wine can taste like Hawaiian punch. Oh, at, very easily, I, I'm assuming. At this point, I don't think it's actual wine. I think it might just be alcohol. Like <laughs> it has to be, right? I mean, see, like we're we're begging for a sponsorship here, and we don't even know what what it is. So we're we're, we're even <laughs> we're, we're horrible about. spokespeople. And the drink is actually is red on the inside, Brian. Yes, why? I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, gonna, I was just gonna, gonna, You're gonna make a mess. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, if if we're gonna have a montage of Winston spilling things on himself, I mean, you know. Well, it's not like you can hear it, so it doesn't really matter. It's true. <laughs> I want to go back to cheap trick. Yes. Yeah, Brian. So mm. Winston, once again, I'm just going to assume you've never heard of cheap trick. Never. Okay. Which means, Brian, I want a suggestion from you, and then I'll give a suggestion so Winston has things to go listen to. Dream Police. No question. The Dream Police. Dream Police? Yeah. Dream Police? Dream Police. That's that's one of the biggest... uh, Sounds like something that come out of North Korea. Yeah, North Korea. It does. They, too much. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. they send the nope. dream police. They send the you. dream police. That, <laughs> yeah, totally, man. That, that could be hardcore. But no, definitely that one. The obvious answer would be, I want you to want me. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm going to go surrender. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Surrender. Great song. Okay. So for some reason, I don't feel that they hold as big of prominence in sort of classic rock history as they should. I mean, they had they had hits and they they kind of weathered the '80s, you know, and like oh, we're yeah. still relevant, you know. But um, fun fact about the uh, "Live at the Budokan" album by Cheap Trick, the Beastie Boys sampled that for the start of their album. Check your head. This next one is the first song on our new album. Mm. Speaking of the Beastie Boy, I can actually give an update. I actually listened to stuff on the list so nice I, that's right yeah, that's Wait, right. i was going with yeah. this we so got some I did, beastie boys and some yeah. pearl jam oh, yeah so i listened to listen so to excited. even flow uh really good song but again that's good i i knew of it 
through a meme, and that's why I wanted to listen to it. Um, meme, not a video game. I would assume that would have been a video game. Right, meme was from a video game. Yeah. Wait a second. Oh, this is like three layers deep. Then. Yeah, it's people playing a skateboarding game, and he he's dressed up like Jesus, and he calls Jesus Christ, and then even <laughs> flow play in the background every time he does a a, a little gap jump. On and what? On what game? Skate three. It's like a is that, old is that, 2000 and something. Is that Tony Hawk's thing or no? No. No, no this no, was no. an alternative after the yeah. Tony Hawk's game sort of died out. Yeah. Was it, was it the skate series that had the actual board peripheral or was that Tony Hawk? I think that's uh, skate. I thought I so. Okay. Yeah. So hang on. We're getting, we're getting away from the explanation of the meme. Anyway, uh, anyway. So the, the joke started with this guy dressing his character up like Jesus. He's wearing all white. He has long hair, long black hair. Old guy who doesn't play video games. So yeah. this is a video game, uh-huh. and you can modify your your, your Character. characters in the video game. Yeah. So dude modifies his character that's riding the skateboard to look like Jesus. Yep. With and... a beard, long hair, all white <laughs> right. outfit, sandals. Even not not the best. No, no sandals. Use, he but... he oh, was okay. wearing he was wearing sneakers. Okay. Um, <laughs> but the videos start out with like you see this entrance of a tiny little like corridor cave dish thing and then you see him like just running out and then he like calls in his board and it like snap into his hand like Thor's hammer Thor's hammer and like <laughs> he jumps down and he just starts shredding it and then like he hits this like jump and just covered his whole gap and as he's going over the gap he picks up the board and spread his arm out to the side like a little cross while holding nice, the board nice t-pose yeah like yeah. a good oh, t-pose like yeah oh, oh nice and uh and then that's when uh even flow or like even flow is being played throughout the the video, but that's, that's when the, the chorus, chorus is. Yeah, it's like even flow. Yeah, and then the top of the video would say, "Explain this, atheist." Yeah, and that's Jesus that's, flying through the air with a skateboard. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so that's how I listen. And that's to... how you know. Oh man, yeah, I've I've been thinking a lot about this lately, just with stuff I've been listening to about how and just random stuff. My daughter is recently. I walk by her room and she's playing Dave Brubeck's Take Five. I wouldn't expect Winston to know this for sure, but this mm-hmm. is like a jazz classic. And she and I'm like, where? How do you know this? Like, yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't get into like jazz until like I was in college, and and that kind of piqued my interest. But if she was sitting there just casually listening to Zoot Suit Riot, then I'd be like, that's <laughs> weird. But jazz is okay. Yeah, yeah, but you show you show that song to me, right? Zoot Zoot, Zoot Suit, Suit Riot by this because song. it's insane. It's yeah. just yeah. it was a four or five month period in the 90s where swing dancing just took over again for Late no 90s. good reason yeah. yeah oh that's and it was just <laughs> it was such a short flash in the pan but yeah. people were into it there were yeah there were swing dance clubs that popped up and stuff and it was just like by the time anybody got into anything that could make money on it it was yeah. gone and it was yeah. just like you're no longer cool by doing it's it. literally yeah. a flash in the pan huh? yeah <laughs> so i lived in orlando when that happened right and you had uh, Disney's Boardwalk, which had a couple swing bars. And then there was, I think, one or two downtown. So there was nights that we I was out downtown with friends and you'd see like a group of people going down the street and they're totally decked out in their swing gear, you know, fedoras and the girls all have the dress. It was really funny because like K-pop, you weren't casually into swing. Like if you were in, you were oh, all y- in yes. for that moment of time. It was just like it was bizarre. I was just gonna say I want to jump on two things before we move on. Um, it was Tony Hawk Ride that had oh, just had... a board that was your controller, and you just put it on your floor, and that's how you play the game. 
like a little sensor to watch you kick your feet to move. Oh, to try and yeah, yeah, do that. Again, oh, yeah. something that was just like wild. Yeah, I heard <laughs> an interview with him. Like he took that concept. Like he was approached about that, or and he took the concept and they like shopped it around to a lot of places. And they're like, we can't do this. We can't do this video game. And then finally, who eventually put it out? Sega. Activision. 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 Sorry, yeah, so people fin- that make Call of Duty, right? Yeah. So yeah, finally Activision came back and was like, "We, I think we can do something with this." And mm-hmm. then, yeah, that that went on to be like a humongous hit. But yeah, they were turned down several times. I guess trying to pitch that game. You talked about those uh, dance halls being filled. I was at Disney's Boardwalk within, oh, yeah? the, past, within the past year. I had a, a couple nights stay there. Any and, Zoot Suit and, riots going on? No. <laughs> did, did visit Atlantic Dance Hall at the end of the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Uh, empty. Oh, geez, empty. man. Me and my wife walked in. There were five cast members with just music blaring. And we we're like, oh, man. Oh, geez. I think we're going to just <laughs> back out slowly. Yeah. 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 Like, there's, we're not going to have any fun trying to dance in yeah. front of these strangers who are trying to work and yeah. the drinks at the bar are going to be too expensive so we're just gonna go ahead and go here's your 20 dollar cocktail enjoy <laughs> i was just glad there wasn't a cover for it yeah so we, it was free oh, to come in right. yeah yeah um but at I, least you at least you can scout the place out before you you know you start paying that was nice stuff. the place yeah. next door which is uh jelly rolls which is a dueling piano bar yeah. that i really did want to go in was like a 20 dollar cover charge and i went I, do you have some money I'm spending to be here already? Like I'm not paying twenty dollars to come Crazy. in the door. Yeah, like nuts. Twenty twenty bucks a person. I'm like I really want to go, but I don't want to go that bad. I'll oh, do it that's... another time, maybe. So if you would have been in that exact same location in 1998, <laughs> you would have been, been packed, like, run over by fellas in fedoras and zoot suits and whatever the I women was... wear for swing dancing. I was there, not on the boardwalk, but I that was my first trip. To the parks was 1998 for my 10th oh, birthday. Oh wow! Yes. So you, it's not like you could go there to see the zoot suits, but uh, like <laughs> they were on the boardwalk. Yeah. So the boardwalk is off the parks, but um, but yeah, no, then it's, it, it's it's right behind Epcot. Okay. So, oh yeah. right. But you're not gonna get. You're not gonna end up there if you're in the parks. You have to specifically head to the boardwalk, yes. though, right? Yeah. Yes. So because it's outside of the parks. But yeah, that's oh that's crazy. So ten year old Tony was in the parks in 1998. I may have come across 1998 brian that's funny never known it (laughs) what were you doing in 1998 brian let's let's start tracking our timeline here that would be i i that was i'm trying to place that if that is when i started working i worked at disney twice disney how many times Twice. <laughs> Bring it all back. Winston's been trying to work that into in one of our. It's been like four episodes without. He's them. so pleased with himself right now. He's so pleased. So uh, in 1998, I, I was I was working at the parks. So that is that is entirely possible. Yeah, I was definitely working there then. Yeah. Don't remember much from that trip. I remember my dad was. <laughs> you were 10. <laughs> well, yeah. I remember my dad was working for MetLife, so we got some backstage access at the wonders of life pavilion at epcot which it no longer exists because metlife sponsored that at the time and i remember going to animal kingdom which i didn't think anything of until a few years ago when i realized that it was brand new then we visited in march technically we were there for the soft opening of the park <laughs> oh, wow. because the animal king didn't open until april because the official opening date was earth day of 1998 oh, so i'm wow. like Okay, weird that I was I was in the park before it was technically open. That's cool. That's very cool. 
Did we get here from Zoot Suit Riot? Is that really? We did. Yeah. <laughs> so, Winston, have you listened to that song? So you've lit that. Yeah. Actually, no. Yeah. yeah, we have. You you guys show it to me. Yes. Zoot Suit Riot? Uh, yeah. We yeah. showed him the video because yeah. the video is bonkers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so you've listened to some Evenflow. You've listened to some Pearl Jams. You've listened to some Beastie Boys. Yeah. What Beastie yeah. Boys? Sabotage. Sabotage, okay. Right? Yeah. Right. Sabotage. And then uh also heard No Sleep Till Brooklyn because I watched Guardians of the Galaxy 3. <laughs> but then, I right didn't know party. who it was. Yeah, I, I think I know that song. Okay, so maybe I've heard that song before. It is funny because I do love the um, fact that you, you end up hearing this stuff one way or another. And I, yeah, I've, I've, I've uh, thought about that a lot. And that's that's pretty cool. Another one I heard today, Free Fallen by Tom Petty. Great song. Oh, yeah, yeah, really classic. Yeah, uh, and we then, talked about Tom Petty on a previous episode. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this I don't is know. like down the list. I'm just yeah. checking these things off because these guys are gonna at the end of the <laughs> year. God, these guys right? are gonna drive me bonkers. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if this is on our list, but Gun and Roses. Listen to them. We have referenced Guns mentioned. and Roses. Do you yeah. know something more than Sweet Child? Oh mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. no Listen, not. you've heard Sweet Child. You're fine. You know yeah. who Guns N' Roses is? Yeah, that album, that was another one of those where it came out and parents were a little frightened about really? this rock music that was being coming so popular. Yeah. Is it just two guys, Gun and Roses? Yes, yes. Yeah. And then Slash. <laughs> Slash is, is also there. No. Um, um, no, that sounds good, though. I like it. I mean, it's yeah. a really good... Yeah, it's really... I, I, yeah, I when I was learning to play drums, I would mm-hmm. put that song... Okay, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go in pieces here because this is kind of funny. So Tony might remember this, but I'm not sure. Columbia House Records. Yeah. Okay. I was I was a little too young for it, but I know what it is. Okay. So Winston. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna back this up and I'm gonna tell this in sequence. Columbia House Records would send you an envelope, and within that envelope mm-hmm. was a huge sheet of stamps. But on these stamps, they weren't for postage; they were albums. Oh, what? And Columbia House would say, you can pick, I'm going to get all the details wrong, but I, oh, anybody that did this remembers the gist of this. You could pick 10 or 12 albums mm-hmm. of of these stamps, put them on the sheet, and you only had to pay one penny. What? And, yeah, so you got like 12 albums for one penny. No wonder they're out of business, right? Right, but, but, the, but the kicker was then after that, that enrolled you in a club and they would send you a new selection based on what your tastes were uh-huh. every month and you either had to re- like send a, this is all through the mail. This is not online. Uh-huh. You, you had to send an envelope back saying, I'm not interested in this month's selection or they would ship it to you automatically. And, and then, then you pay charged? like, yeah, then you get charged like $20 for a tape. You but know, how would I'm they like, charge you? It's not like they have your credit card information. They would send you a bill. Yeah, you could just ignore it to not pay it. And then they'd send it to collections. Oh, okay. It seems enough. it's no, it totally seems like you could be like, that's ah, not mine. And then just yeah. dispute it because there's zero actual like hard yeah. record that they could follow. But yeah, yeah so- it was like the beginning of spam mail and scams all at the yeah. same time. Yeah. 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 Scapams. It's, it's scam scams. Yeah. Spammy scams. So you would send it in. You okay? Uh, you're looking at these stamps. This, I mean, it's really like a huge page of stamps. It folded mm-hmm. out multiple times. Yeah. And you're like, oh, look, let me see. There's the cure, disintegration. Uh, there's Guns and Roses, Appetite for Destruction. There's Motley Crue, Girls, Girls, Girls. 
And so you see all these albums on these stamps and you're like, I'd like this one. I'd like this one and whatever. Right. And you mail them off like a check for a penny or something like that. Uh -huh. And then, yeah, if you didn't say, I don't want this next hit, then I don't know how you, but they, they ended up going out of business because it was a bad business model. Yeah. Like who would have thought it's Right, like that's, <laughs> that's it. That's an unnecessary, but funny sidebar to say that then they, they moved into CDs. I'm not sure how far they went after that. But yeah. one of my 12 albums for one penny was a cassette of Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses. Oh, nice. And that was when I was learning how to play drums. So yeah. I would I would put that thing in my Walkman and hit play and sit there behind my drum set with my headphones on and try and play every single song on Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. And, you know, one of the songs being Sweet Child of Mine, which is funny nice. that that song has gotten as huge. As, it, mm. Cheryl Crow did a cover of it for crying out loud. Who's Cheryl Crow? Oh, God, you, no, you're come joking, on. right? Yeah, you no, gotta be who's joking. that? No. <laughs> you guys say this like I'm supposed to know who this is. Come on. She guys. just got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which that doesn't mean anything to me. I listen to K pop. <laughs> okay, all I want to do. All I want to do is have some fun. That was what? That was 90s. Is that the lady that's saying, uh, I love rock and roll? No, no, that's Joan Jett. Okay. If it makes you happy, soak up the sun. Girls just want to have fun. Is that her? That's Cindy Lauper. No. You're going backwards into the okay. 80s. See, I don't know. I, I have no idea who this is. Okay. I don't even know what to say because I assumed Cheryl Crow is enough in popular culture that you would know who she is. Right. So, not 20, one of my favorites. 20 bucks, 20 bucks right now. Ask Eddie Gen Z. They don't know who that is. Okay, this is another get, one. Listen, she did a she did a song on the car soundtrack. You've absolutely heard Cheryl. Crow. Is it Life is a Highway? No, that's no. Sugarland doing a cover <laughs> of the original song by oh, who sang Life is a Highway? Tom Crocker. Or Joe Crocker. No, Crocker. no, Tom Petty. Life Cochran. Tom Cochran? Cock Tomrin. Tom Cocky Man. Cock Moggles. Okay, we're all wrong because I don't know what you I don't know what you said first, but it's Rascal Flats doing the cover. Yeah. What did I say? Sugarland. Sugarland. No, yes, I meant Flat Rascal. Rascal Flats doing a Tom Cochran. Yes. Tom Cochran. Yeah, Cock Tomrin. What did Joe Tom Cochran? Joe Cocker saying little help. Did you guys not do what I said? Yeah. I yeah, like, Tom I Cochran. Yes, indeed. It is Senior Tom Cochran. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But um I thought but Yeah, said... Joe Cocker saying a bunch of other stuff. A little help for my friends. Okay, wow, well, did we get off track with that though? Yeah. Speaking of music, uh Cheryl so... Gross singing cars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, before we go on by by Tracy Chapman. What song was it? What's <laughs> What was the song that she sang that that was in the car soundtrack? Oh, that's, I I just asked, that. that's the exact same question I just asked him before you asked him that question. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, we we got so derailed. I was like, real I gone. Know. Don't know that. Real gone by Cheryl. Come on, Crow. Winston. It's real your favorite gone? movie. It's your favorite movie. I'm trying to think, real gone. I don't know. When did they play that scene? Was that when like he was chasing uh Sally? It was the during Porsche? the repavement scene where you tuned out because it, it was during the uh, oh, yeah. the pinstripe tattoo. No, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh uh, I was, I was okay. Gonna, so repavement was actually a snooze fest. So I, I yeah, did right. So you don't know who Cheryl Crow is. This might have no. been at the 
beginning of a movie this definitely sounds like it was during a race or the credits it could have been a credit song uh, but snooze. snoozeville snooze. it's a, it yep. sounds i just played like three seconds of it and went sound pretty good actually <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm not a fan of i'm not a fan of cheryl crow i've got nothing against her personally but i don't like her music i think it's i think she i always feel like she's singing out of her range like, i don't think she has a bad voice but i think she's always she's aiming for a little bit higher than she should mm-hmm. actually she hits it but it just doesn't sound good in my ears but that's okay. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, it is the beginning. It's the very first song. Called it. Okay. There you See? go. So, so I don't, again, I don't know when the last time I saw Cars is either. As as always, through other means, Winston knows who we're talking about tangentially, at least here. Yeah, Winston knows who we're talking about tangentially. Brian had the music knowledge to begin with, and I correctly guessed out of my rear end Disney trivia. <laughs> Perfect. It's the trifecta. This the, you've reached oh, peak podcast right here. True. I don't know where else we're gonna go. That's that's <laughs> true. Uh, Winston could be bring up something about Star Wars that we that we hadn't heard yet before. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. My mic dis- disconnected, so I had no idea what you guys were talking about just now. <laughs> like I came back and okay. it was just like, hold on. Now we're peak podcast. I said, I don't there know. You how to get any there better. you go. There you go. Back in five seconds. Open my mouth. There you go. Winston disconnects his microphone and headphones. But Winston, going back, imagine the audacity to run a business like Columbia House Records, where nowadays all you have to do is live in India and call an old person and ask them to buy a Google Play card and redeem it in some weird way. Why did you redeem? (laughs) Don't don't redeem! Now, back then, you had to run a gatefold magazine ad. Yeah. It wasn't one page. It wasn't two page. It was a fold out ad. Oh, you then asked people to go get their scissors, clip uh-huh. out little out. pictures of albums. Yeah. No, you yeah. licked them and put it on the thing. Yeah, oh, okay. it was like, yeah. And they had, they had, so I did this with my friend, Tom. I remember we were on the phone like, dude, what are you getting? I'm getting Depeche Mode. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about, uh, what about this one? I don't know. I'm thinking about getting the Smith's first album. I don't know. <laughs> and we're like going back and forth trying to figure out what, you know, because back then, whatever my friend got, I'd get the opposite. And then we could just trade, you know, he yeah, gave me his yeah. and I'd make, I'd make a recording of it on my yeah. other cassette tape. But so the yeah. next step, the next step was not <laughs> just you could the easiest thing to have done would be to put a penny in the envelope. Nope. You had to go to your checkbook and oh, you had to write, write a check, a right? You couldn't put a, a, one, yeah. cent a one cent check. A yeah. One cent check. That just sounds <laughs> stupid. Yeah. It sounds in 2023, yeah, this sounds, sounds archaic. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I participated not once, but twice. Somehow. And I don't remember the second one. I was in college and this was now we've moved up to CDs. I only remember this because one time I forgot to say that's what it was. They're like, hey, next month's selection is going to be John Sadaka's greatest hits or whatever. Neil Sadaka? Neil Sadaka. Sorry. No, John Sakata. Neil Sadaka is hilarious. He's like Quagmire from The Family Guy. If you've ever seen Neil Sadaka sing, he's like giggity giggity goo. It's weird. I've never watched (laughs) him sing. Love Neil Sadaka though. Okay, watch him sing and 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 think of Quagmire, and you'll see it. Anybody out there listening, pull up a video of Neil Neil Sadaka 
right? Yeah. We're we're so far beyond okay. the yeah. since knowledge. Right. Reel, let me reel it back in. Yes, I joined in college too, only because I remember I didn't send the thing back that said, I do not want Neil Sadaka's, no, John Sakata's <laughs> love songs or greatest hits or whatever. And so I got sent John Sakata's greatest hits or whatever it was. Uh-huh. And so I don't remember the, the 12, but I do remember distinctly with my friend Tom on the phone figuring out what cassettes we were going to get with our, our Columbia House order. But that was that was it. You had you were like required to buy like three, maybe four per year. And so basically they knew that if they sold you four cassette tapes mm-hmm. uh, over a year at 20 bucks a piece, they got one hundred dollars. They've, they've sent you let they've sent you nothing in, in merchandise. Yeah. So, you you know, because they somehow like would buy bought the publishing rights or somehow bought the rights to reproduce this music. So they had in-house duplication houses that just made cranked out these cassettes. Mm-hmm. So they had in-house duplication. So these things were costing them nothing to make so they could send them out to you for a penny. But the fact that they would make a hundred dollars off you over the next year, selling you tapes that you had to buy. And then also ones that you forgot to say, I don't want that's, were, that's how they made their money. Were they insane. like lesser quality mm-hmm albums like were they were they cheaper made or were they like like could you tell if you if you went into a used music store and picked something up could you tell visually that hey this wasn't a a music store copy it was a no i mean it it looked professional enough but i think if you opened up the the j card which was so winston so you know vinyl how vinyl Mm -hmm. did you guys hear me well yep yep uh uh you're cutting in and out I got excited and knocked my microphone out of whack. <laughs> you open an album and you have multiple, you know, gatefolds there and you're checking out all the stuff. So on tapes, cassette tapes, you had J cards, which were much smaller, more folded versions of the inside of a record where you can unfold it and it has the lyrics and whatever. Winston, why were they called J cards? Because <laughs> it was the color of jade. It was green. No, no, no. Not it's not jade, jade cards. J. Like the letter J. It's like the it, it's like the it's like the Joker card in a, a deck of cards. <laughs> no, Think uh, of, I love your have, guesses. Have, have you seen a cassette and a cassette case? <laughs> no, <laughs> not since I was Kill like what the read. <laughs> that was before my brain could comprehend what it is, though. They were called J cards because the way they fit into the cassette case was like a was- J. Yeah. A J. Yes. Oh, so that, that would was, make sense. Yeah, and they would fold them up, and they you would you would un, you know fold them, and you'd have lyrics and whatever. And so, if you opened up the J card and looked, I believe at the end of it there was like a like reprinted by Columbia House Records or whatever they did. Yeah. So I'm sure there's probably ten documentaries on YouTube factually checking all of this. This is just anecdotally what I remember from my youth because you'd be like. Holy crap, I can get 12 tapes for one penny. I am in. Sign me up. Right. You know, because that's how you acquired your music. Your music collection was only as good as what you heard on the radio or what you then purchased and or copied from your friends. Yeah. I was going to say there, there was no Spotify back in the day, huh? There was not a Yeah, no. Spotify if you knew a lot of people that were willing to lend you their tapes to record. That's how you would get multiple things, but uh. It's funny because I, I often laugh when I hear stuff that my daughter's been exposed to on TikTok music wise and like yeah. is suddenly into something that's older or whatever. I'm like, that's interesting and kind of cool. Back in the day, you'd hear it on the radio. You'd hear the song on the radio, then you would want to go buy it. So it's yeah. like, I don't know. I, I've, I've been thinking a lot about that is like the, the ability to ex, you know be exposed to a ton of music is kind of cool these days. It, right. That was yeah, something for sure. That was something that was interesting, too, is because you'd, you'd hear the song on the radio. You'd go to the music store. And they had 
listening stations. Did you have mm. those by you? I didn't have them in the Midwest, but I've seen them down here more. I mean, I remember even at like in you Florida go to an too. FY an FYE in the early two thousands for your entertainment. And by that point in time, it was digital, and there was yeah. a probably a touchscreen. But at one point, you know, there was like there were certain like the newest albums they would have sample versions that were in a system that you could just go put on a pair of public headphones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I, listen I know, to. I know about that. It was in uh, it was in Loki. Yeah, they show a scene in Loki. Oh, that's where Sylvie, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Sylvie in the last went to the episode store. of Loki. Yeah. Kind of like that, to, uh, or that's a record store. But yeah, yeah, that's but that's similar. still a that's still a listening public listening thing, right? You could put on headphones and listen to it. That's that's pretty cool. But they that don't would have allow that you anymore. to no. But that would allow you to yeah. see if you liked the rest of the album before yeah. you bought it. Which is funny now because they're like, no, <laughs> yeah. that's disgusting. Why would you want to wear my headphones? Yeah, well, the, yeah, the headphones and, and the whole concept of selling an album based on trying it first. You know, mm. now it's like, you know, now it's the opposite of way. Like they it's throw, all streaming. They, yeah, they throw everything out in there into the universe. And if something catches you, you're like, oh, what's that? OK, I'll yeah. download that. Well, we've sort of boomeranged back to where it started. I just had to explain to my wife the other day I put on a record. And it played a song and I was out of the room doing something and the record stopped. And I went, hey, can you flip that over? She goes, it's over already? And I went, it's a 45. Oh, it's a 45. You got one it's song. A, it's a, like, that's where B-sides come from. You bought you bought a tiny sized record for the very popular song. And then what on the was, other what song side. Winston, oh, when we geez. say 45, right, do you think of that? Because I'm curious. I have no idea what that means. I was just going to say, what is a okay. 45? What is a 45? <laughs> Tony's going to find this out. That's good. <laughs> so you have your LP, your full size LP, stands uh-huh. for play. Uh-huh. And then you would have your 45, which stood for 45 RPMs. You actually had to change the speed of your record player to 45. Mm-hmm. And it was a much smaller record. And it was just, yeah, as Tony was saying, it's a single. So on side A, you have the A side, which is like the hit single. And then the B side was always the other song. Mm. Which was something less popular. Yeah, less popular. But they often, you know, oftentimes you hear of like, you know, it was a B side or a double A side or whatever. But they were small. And they also usually had a much larger hole. So you had to have an adapter that went in the center of your turntable. Ah. (laughs) <laughs> but the the particular one that I was listening to, I've got a stack of old 45s, like half of my record collection that when I started it was from my grandfather when he passed away. A lot of Polka records, right? I don't think the Polka ones came from him. <laughs> they may have come from my other grandfather. They also may have just been picked up by me. <laughs> um, I, got a, I got a lot of Polka. I got a lot of uh, Lawrence Welk that uh, personally collected. <laughs> the great grandma with the alleged haunted house <laughs> when i stayed with her that was like the thing that i looked forward to was staying up, staying up late enough to watch the lawrence welk show <laughs> i as as a like as a lawrence six-year-old kid what, should the, not the... have been as excited to watch the lawrence welk show as i was i was odd yeah so winston you shouldn't know lawrence welk i mean he was no. like an old people's thing like that's yeah no don't idea was that because yeah his grandma liked lawrence welk he, he was, was like a music variety show for old people that the show aired on pbs but like uh-huh. lawrence welk was a big band conductor uh-huh so he had was it the champagne orchestra 
Sure. You got the internet I believe your fingers. So. Let's I'm find listening. out. I'm, yeah, That's I'm going to talk on my rear yeah. about Lawrence Welk now. He had this, he had this big orchestra that would, would play stuff. Seriously, people are going to write in. Like all the Lawrence Welk fans out there are going to be like, listen, Tommy, that's I want inaccurate. letters. Half of them are like in the ground at this point. <laughs> no, right? We found, yeah, a, we found our write... audience. It's 80-year-olds. <laughs> 80-year-olds hip to podcast. Awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whenever you get a chance to access the internet from the old folks song, send me, any, <laughs> send me an electronic letter about Lawrence Welk, please. Electronic <laughs> letters. Hilarious. But he'd play these big band numbers or he had these <laughs> this group that was on the show that would sing and dance and man there was this dude who tap danced Mm -hmm. he was insanely it was great but you're waving Um, that 45 in my face what record was it that your wife did not know how to turn over the particular one i was listening to the a side was because by the dave clark five and the b side that i had not heard was an instrumental called theme without a name (laughs) which was what i was listening to first and i was like man this song's freaking good but I know it's not the A side because I've never heard this. And well, then I flipped I mean, it right. over. It was always the thing finding uh, an awesome B side. Yeah. B sides are always good. I always enjoy B sides. So, what do you know B sides as? Uh, K pop songs that aren't the title song on the oh, album. Oh, geez. That's considered yeah. a B side? Yeah. Like any song that's in an album that's not the title song of the album, then it's a B side. Interesting. That's... So, how do you know that term? Uh, k-pop tiktok explained it to me okay yeah i i didn't i have no idea what a b-side was until they're like yeah b-sides are just songs that aren't title songs i was like oh you okay know. Now you know. wow yeah, it's it the, was... the I, it's this stuff i find fascinating because it's something i assume people know but then you take three two steps away and you realize well yeah there's there's a reason there's no b-side yeah exactly. b-side is a holdover i mean because i bought cassette singles but like once you know, I, I was on kind of like the, you know, when I first started buying songs, I didn't buy records because tapes were the new thing. So you would buy a cassette single and they would have a B-side. So yeah. that's, you know, but after that though, I don't, uh, we, weirdly enough, this is, this is totally weird and just popped in my mind. Fully had the single of Cheryl Crow. I don't think I had it. I think it was left at my house. Fully had the single, the cassette single of Cheryl Crow's All I Want to Do. I kid you not. I'm not making that up. And whatever the B-side was for that, I thought was pretty cool. All roads lead back to Cheryl Crow. I hope not. Because really, man, after her first album, I liked that song. All I Want to Do was cool. It was was different and it kind of sounded, it didn't sound like anything else when it came out. It was very different. Um, And and whatever the B-side was, I, I dug that. But. I've heard stories that she was dating this guy, Paul Gilbert, who's a musician. And again, all the facts of this could be totally wrong. So independently independently research if you want to know the actual truth. But she was dating this guy and rumor was that he wrote a lot of the songs that became her first album. And Mm -hmm. she got big and didn't give him any credit. But I don't know. Uh, She had a ghostwriter. Well, yeah. Since he was also a struggling musician, he didn't appreciate the ghostwriting part of it. Yeah. (laughs) He didn't know he was a ghostwriter. Exactly. Exactly. We'll have to Uh research that to see if that's worth keeping in because I'm not sure if that's entirely true. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, so we were talking about music and stuff. I was going to tell you guys about my uh, my Spotify rap this year. Uh, okay. <laughs> surprisingly enough, K-pop did not chart my, my rap. It was all... What? V2 it didn't V2. chart? It didn't. Oh. It did not chart. It didn't chart. But yeah, it was it was all it was all V-pop <laughs> instead of K-pop. Vietnamese pop. <sighs> yeah, Vietnamese pop. Well, aren't you supposed to, right? Isn't that part of the... Yeah, no, it's weird. Like I really part of your contractual obligation. Yes. (laughs) It was my birth. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yes, I've got buddy. polka. You've got V pop. It's it, <laughs> yeah. That's we all have to listen to our quota for the year. <laughs> uh, but I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I, 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 I was gonna say, I listened to a lot of V pop this year. So it, it, like, I think I really like what I did this year. I told, I told Brian about this, but they collectively the Vietnamese or Spotify. <laughs> Spotify, Spotify, okay. Spotify. <laughs> yes, the Vietnamese did a great job. The Vietnamese showbiz industry is going great. But I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I love what <laughs> I, I, love, I, 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 I love what Spotify did this year, and how like if you're a really like if you're a top fan of somebody, you get a personalized message from the artist, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah, they identified you as their only fan. Yes, <laughs> I wish. She she had just a message that said send nudes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was gonna say another really cool feature that Spotify did this year is they place you into cities across the world where the people that live in that city share the same music taste as you do. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Winston was mapped yeah. with Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> uh, I wish. I was uh, typically enough, my music taste went to uh the capital of Vietnam because a lot of the artists I listened to is from there. Like mm. it was North Vietnam. That's whatever. North Vietnam is the capital? Yeah, Hanoi to... is, is the capital of Vietnam. So this, I got the city of Hanoi as like my listening town and my music town. But a lot of my friends who are K-pop fans, for whatever reason, got Davis, USA. Where's Nobody Davis knows. USA? <laughs> exactly. It was like, what the hell is Davis, USA? And so it's it became like a thing on TikTok where people were just like, is it just me or are we all getting Davis USA? Like just because we listen to K-pop because it shows it's like, oh, people from this town also listen to these artists and they'll like name out the artists. So it's like maybe it's like Twice, Red Velvet, Twice. you know, the Seraphim, stuff like that. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are just like, guys, we might have discovered the streaming farm for all of K-pop or whatever uh, out in Davis USA. And then uh, secret line from Korea, yeah, North Korea. Right? Exactly. USA. So I did some independent researches because I'm like, what the hell is Davis <laughs> USA? I looked it up. It's in California. It's where UC Davis is. I still that, don't know what that is. OK, UC, UC David is Davis is a really big like college, uh, I think, nor- in central California ish. You're um, just outside of Sacramento in Davis. Yeah. So North, North, NorCal, NorCal. So North California. But the reason why Davis USA became such a big thing is because UC Davis is there and a lot of the kids that go there are primarily Asian kids who are it must be a lot K-pop. of them. Yeah. And so when they you stream built the statistics, man. Yeah. So when they stream, um, when they stream that music, it became like, oh, Davis USA is where all the K-pop fans are located. And then it became like a different thing. So if you're, you're if you're in Colorado Spring, you're really into alternative rock or like emo rock. Because one of our friends is uh, into Pierce the Veil and stuff. And that's where Colorado Spring, uh, ha- like that's where all the fans go to, apparently, like Colorado mm-hmm. Spring. And then Berkeley has uh, Twitter preferred them as uh, gay artists. So like Lana Del Rey and like Troy Sivan and stuff. It's it's weird. Um, but yeah, like so like towns, music towns across the world. You having all of these what's it called but Davis USA just make me laugh because like nobody <laughs> know where Davis. Nobody. Is. Yeah, that's I've never yeah. heard of that town ever. Yeah. So yeah, so but, clearly that's where the K-pop that's the K-pop. K pop go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, so that's that. That was it. But what did it to compare you to, Tony? Did you get compared to I'm not on Spotify, so I have no answers for me, yeah. but I'm going to. Yeah. So. I did look at my Spotify rap. I don't really use the service. I'm not a super big fan of it. Um, the one thing that I do use it for is 
people's pre-made playlist for board games. So oh. I'll throw music on whenever I have friends Very over niche. to a game. <laughs> this so, sound I'll- is just like Middle Earth. <laughs> Listen, my top played song was played three times. It was some sort of medieval music from The Sims. <laughs> so there was like a bunch of weird like medieval and Viking sounding music because yeah. of the games that I've played yeah. that this music's on the playlist. So my rat data was oh, whack. Yeah, it was so yeah. bad. It was yeah. screwed. I was like, I can't do anything about this. Note to any neighbors of Tony. <laughs> like, like, like to hear medieval battle songs on a Friday yeah. night. Yeah. And your music town? Midgard, <laughs> Middle Earth, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's hilarious. So, Hall of Sweden, you know. It's yeah, like, that's, yeah. Wow. it's like what the hell? Um, See, I'm, I'm lame. I only have my Apple Music replay, which is not nearly as cool. How how was it? Like, what was your top artist? Do you have it? It was probably Fish, which is a big possibility. But uh, they're playing the Sphere. Oh, Fish at Just the Sphere today. Fish at the Sphere, not as fish, good as Spears yeah. at the Sphere, yeah, but yeah. Fish at the Sphere. Are they doing their uh, Vegas v- residency? Vegas residency, yes. If I they right. don't, if they don't call the short stint that they do there the fishbowl, they're losing. They're losing a, customers. Yeah. They're losing their minds. That is yeah. a that is a missed opportunity. But yeah, it was announced, and which is cool. I got to see the thing on the outside of the sphere, like they did this little you know animated thing. Was like, it like the, a fish the, swimming? No, it was just kind of a swirling graphic thing with some instrumental thing, and then their name popped up and said when they're going to be there. Just an aquarium. Yeah. So, so you're telling me, you're telling me fish isn't a band consistent of a bunch of talking fish? No. I'm sorry. Fuck. It's very, it's very, dis- <laughs> very disappointing, I know. Misleading. Um, Got refund my tickets. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're talking about, you're talking about the TikTok trends. Yeah. Um, have you seen the new Christmas TikTok trend? Which one? I was talking to Brian about this earlier. Last <laughs> year, the trend for Christmas was to point out the lovely cardinals in all of the Christmas decorations and point out the fact that, Winston, you've seen enough Christmas decorations in your life. Yeah. You get a lot of lovely yeah. snowy forest scenes. With, yeah. Uh, oftentimes there's like, oh, there's there's two red cardinals sitting on the branch snuggled up mm-hmm. together. Female cardinals aren't red. They're like a dirty brown. <laughs> so um, it was very trendy to point out all of the gay cardinal stuff last year and oh, yeah. boy was oh. i on board for gay cardinal season oh that's so <laughs> and funny it was great yeah um so funny so what's the, the theme this year the what's... trend this year 2023's yeah. christmas theme is um it's a little red truck hauling a christmas tree tree and a truck, oh, yes. tree and a truck. everywhere yeah it's everywhere yeah i did see it tree and a truck i did see that little red decides... truck hauling a christmas tree yeah. who decides these things just it's people just people just being observant showing. yeah no, but I'm saying like they're obviously if this is what proliferates, what who's who's making the or, or is there just that lack of creativity? Just, we're we're on board just, for this, you know. Yeah. This is going to be the thing this year. I believe that seems like a thing because like I noticed in Halloween last year it was spiders, this year it was skeletons. But yeah, so last year gay cardinals. I love the gay card. That is so funny because like cardinals, one of my favorite birds. So I fully know like that's the dad cardinal, the red one, and yeah. then you still see the it's... mom cardinal, which is not you know red. No. <laughs> I'm gonna have to like check my parents' decor. See yeah, if see if there's gay cardinals yeah. on there. And if they are, that's great. Yeah. That's great. That's very sweet. Yeah, uh, my TikTok page is ruined. I don't <laughs> I don't see any of that. I, I keep seeing the poop deli. I got deli. nothing. What? The, what? the poop deli? Poop deli. Oh, I thought yeah. What is, is this somehow off the guy sticking his arm in the 
that's no, food no, in India? No, 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 no. It the poop just... deli from New Delhi? Is that? No, no, it's not. It's just, just, it's just Italian New York kid. He's Italian. He lives in New York, and he just made a video. He was like, "Yeah, a guy who doesn't like poop goes to the poop deli," and it was just that, and it kept spiraling. And now you have like eighty-year-old grandma going to like an actual deli and was like, "Yeah, can I get a bagel with cream cheese and some peanut butter and put a little smear of poop on it?" You know, and it's always like that. It's just the what poop. are you talking scoop about? Poop. It's a scoop of poop on the, on the bagel. <laughs> what? I'm... What? That's exactly it. There's, there's no okay. Point no, to no, it. no, just... no, no. You've got to back up 18 <laughs> steps from where you started. Take an additional 10 steps back from there and explain what in God's name you were talking about. It's okay. So I want to explain it to me like I'm a five year old who hasn't seen. The, well, no, a five year old has seen the internet. Explain can, it to me like a boomer who hasn't seen the can internet. Can I just show you the video that started it all first? Oh, Tony, how many times do we have to tell them that nobody can see this at home? This is where it doesn't matter. Yeah, you can listen to, to it. They, they can listen to it. It'll be fine. All right, where is it? Guy who normally order at the poop deli goes to a normal deli. What is a poop deli? Wait, 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 wait. In order under to, uh, to understand this premise, I gotta understand what you're talking about. It's exactly what you think it is. It's just it's an imaginary deli, Brian. Yeah, okay. it's an imaginary <laughs> deli that sell poop. Thank All you, right. Tony. Thank you. Hey, uh, the usual for me, quarter quarter scoop poop on the poop poop bagel. <laughs> I'm gonna do a bagel, everything, scoop it out, <laughs> do a little lots, and you know, throw a little poop on it. Throw a little poop on it. But yeah, that's it. That's that's the video, and that spiral things out of control. It's just all of TikTok is just now poop deli. Oh, now listen, man. Just, so just a little smear of poop, you know? I'm laughing. I, it's funny because it's dumb. It's because it's poop. That's, poop that's is all funny that right. dumb and don't think I'm highbrow, man. I love a good fart joke or whatever, but that's not funny. I think the it's accent. the absurdity combined with the accent. Yeah, I think that's yeah. it. I couldn't tell it's like if it was if I was hearing Winston laughing or if I was hearing them laughing. No, that, they were laughing in the that's, video. Yeah, that's horror. Their production value sucks. Like I'm like I was like this is I don't know this along with like seeing who's nominated for Grammys and stuff, and I'm like I am I don't know who these people are. <laughs> and I'm I am fully open to like listening to mu new music, but for for instance, I've been hearing and seeing Jack Harlow right. Don't know yeah. who this guy is, but I've been yeah. seeing him in the atmosphere. I know this guy is a singer of some sort of music that I don't listen to. Over the Thanksgiving break, Jack Harlow was playing some football game halftime show, some Thanksgiving halftime show. And I listened to it. I was like, I don't get it. This guy, I, from what I have, I, I, I figure if I find out about these things, this person must be kind of awesome. You guys just drank in synchronization. It's too bad we didn't have that. On yeah. video. It was very nice. Right. It was like synchronized beverage consumption. <laughs> But I listened to him and I was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. And that, that makes me feel out of touch. <laughs> no, you're Listen, just, that's early onset of getting old, Brian. That's all that is. Is that great music? And I'm just missing it because I feel no, like I, uh, Jack Harlow sucks. But okay. Uh, thank you. Yeah. I feel validated then because yeah, I'm no. like, I've, this dude is humongously popular. He's playing a halftime show. And this is the most mediocre half-assed piece of entertainment I've seen yeah, in a while. Yeah. He's Brian, just not a good. I'm I'm the the middle generation here, and I felt that way about modern music for 15 <laughs> years. It's not been good for a long time. <laughs> so you <laughs> get you fair, get one or two outliers in there, but generally it all sucks. 
To be fair though, you listen to like Middle Earth music, so it's like <laughs> just, yeah. Well, you got me. What do you, what do you want? We're coming from a guy who's got a playlist named Gandalf's Gandalf's. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 either really good Middle Earth music or sausage recipes. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like a euphemism uh, of some sort. Oh, that's hilarious. But yeah, no, I mean, the rap scenes is just not where it is, where it's supposed to be, like compared to the last few years. I, I there's there's a lot of good artists. Just Jack Harlow is not one of them. He's he's like the entryway into rap. It's just like what the, all the basic, you know, is he rap light. Pop. Well, no, I guess yeah. Rap Light was uh, Vanilla Ice. He's, he's, he's the rap that uh, white girls enjoy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, girls that typically go to, I don't know, UGA, stuff like that, would enjoy it. Yeah. Gotcha. I just feel yeah. like popular music, like top 40 stuff, has gotten away from starting. You could see it starting to form in the 90s, and then it really took off in the 2000s, where there is talent there. Mm-hmm. For certain things, but I don't feel like it's a lot of people with musical talent. <laughs> I feel like it's people with like audio engineering talent. They're putting together songs, but yeah. them as a musical artist performer don't have vocal talent or instrumental talent. They're putting stuff together, but they're not a traditional music artist. And if that's where the music scene's going, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But that's not what I'm here for. Right. And again, you have outliers, you've got your people. You've got your Harry Styles, you've got your Adele, you've got your Taylor Swift who can sing. And there are people out there that can. But a mm. lot of these things that I'm hearing on the radio, I'm going, do you listen that's, to the radio that's anymore? Like, no, I was going to say your first no. mistake was listening to the radio. I know. But to me, it's like modern art. If I could put it together, I'm not <laughs> impressed. Yeah, if I can do If this- it's noise and yeah. a bunch of words that I can say over top of music, that's not impressive. Yeah. Now, of course, they're going, well, you didn't do it. And I understand that. That's the same argument with modern art. Well, yeah. you didn't put a upside down faucet on a blank wall and and sell it for $5,000. You're right. I didn't. I still think it's stupid. Well, that's the point of art is you can criticize it, right? Yeah, but I just I think like modern art, I think the general public's perception of what this thing is, whether it's art or music is just gone so far astray. Well, that's that's what's amazing about TikTok is they can the the way that they can launch a song that and you know make it a hit. If somehow whatever the magic formula is to get something circulating on TikTok, you got a bunch of people listening to it. Yeah. As much as that, like, just is weird to me. I, I also know that that similarly is how like old songs can get heard by younger generations. Like, yeah. oh, well, you know. I've only noticed that seeing it through my kids when they're when they're hearing stuff that I, I, I couldn't figure out. I couldn't figure out how on earth suddenly you're listening to a jazz album from like, ni- you know, the 1950s or whatever. Yeah. But it's cool, though. I mean, it, I, I, I think I would have freaking loved it. I mean, because I was constantly on a quest for for music. But, you know, you do have to sift through a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. Every, every yeah. genre of music. I feel like every genre of music has some amazing, amazing stuff in it. Just the bigger it gets, though, you know, you're going to have, you know, mm-hmm. lame stuff. But. I don't know. Well, Winston, see, next by next week, Winston's going to be growing a goatee, and uh, you know, he's feeling real grungy, kind of yeah. wearing some flannel shirts. And, yep. And I'm gonna know. wear I'm gonna wear like a like a long sleeve t shirt right underneath my my uh, my flannel. There is 100 percent a picture <laughs> of me out. with me with with cut. I, I had a pair of army fatigues. 
Yeah. Cut them off, made them shorts, and then I had long johns, white long johns under it. That is like oh, a geez, quintessential man. grungy '90s look. Oh, I mean, geez. just I mean, absolutely hilarious in retrospect. But like 100 of the time, you're like, I totally feel cool. Yeah. Se- Seattle, <laughs> man. Any what was what was popular in Seattle? It's cold there. So the long johns. Man, it is cold and rainy there. Uh, Seattle's a cool, cool city. But man, uh, the time I visited, it was in December, and it was like 41 degrees and rainy and drizzly. Yeah. You Seattle is like it. New York City to me. It's like, that's a great place to visit. Yeah. You can leave. Yeah. It's not a place that you want to live. Seattle is like seasonal depression, but all year. But the folks that I talked to in, in Seattle, and this was hilarious nice because it was multiple people. And it is it's beautiful there. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's like a month in the summer where it's amazing. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but that's one month out of 12, out of 12 man. Yeah. Like it. As if that that one month of just absolutely the most amazing place you could live in made up for the other eleven months. I'm like, I don't think so. Can't yeah, I'm it, like, I can't do it, man. That. Yeah, <laughs> no, I need vitamin D and I need sunlight. Thank you. Yeah, you got grunge music. That's awesome. <laughs> the rest of the world thanks you. I was gonna say, do you think uh, you think when Tony's driving around in his car, he put on like uh, middle age music just to listen to it? <laughs> that's a, that's another podcast where we go through <laughs> what what's on our playlist or what's on our phone of music that we listen to because mine is all over the place yeah but i was gonna say do you have playlists or do you just kind of add everything into your 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 like song and it just click play i'm i'm old school enough digitally that like i don't have a unlimited plan so most of the music that i listen to is local on my phone Mm. downloaded yeah yeah so i actually listen to it through the music app but so you are held to what's on your device right Typically, now I have like YouTube music because I pay for YouTube premium so I can download offline listening for there. So Mm -hmm. typically I don't, unless I'm buying a vinyl, I don't buy music anymore either because I'm paying for the service. I'll just Mm -hmm. download that album that I want to listen to and listen to it there. So in in 1993-ish, walking to class in college, right? I would put a CD in my Walkman <laughs> and hit play and walk to class. So you had that album. That was that was your playlist for the day. You had that album. If you wanted to get crazy and throw another CD in your pocket, maybe you had a second one. But that was it. You know, like I'll be listening a, to this entire Alice in Chains album uh, on the way to class. <laughs> I had a, I had a, like a little music binder that I would keep in my book bag with my discman that I'd listen to on the bus. Oh, the binder, Winston. Do you remember that? So the binder. You had a binder, which were like these sleeves. You'd put all your CDs in. Then yeah. they had they had car ones. Okay, yeah, yeah, Probably yeah, yeah. For what, Blu-ray for your games? For, no, yes, for PS2 games. That's what <laughs> yeah. I did. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. So yeah, we would have them full of music, and then yeah, the ones in the car that 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 hooked to the visor, so you could keep your CDs in there. My dad had one of those, but the tiny one, not the not the double double level one. He has the mm-hmm. single one. Yeah, and those were just uh, DVDs that was in there. So in like, the car. Have, no, or in your house. In the house. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't. Okay, keep, so you do because like we don't we don't get boxes like we don't get DVD boxes. We get like paper sleeve in a plastic bag, like the way like a comic book would come in nowadays. Mm-hmm. Are those the bootlegs but, from yeah. Vietnam that you were telling yes. us about? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. My dad had these drawers that you'd pull out, and there were blank yes. tapes in, yes. and then he had he had a separate binder, so all the all the tapes were numbered. And you'd go to the binder and be like, what was recorded off the TV on tape number three? Oh, it was St. Elmo's Fire, Ghostbusters, and Braveheart. Right. And it was just like, okay. People had to index their own stuff, man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. People were more organized back then. Yeah. 
Because I totally had the tape drawers, 100%, especially after getting 12 fresh tapes from Columbia House. You know, I had drawers. The, I, had, I remember I had... The set drawers? You had the VHS drawers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So everything to store your media. So that's why, like, this way it's cool. But when you had to keep track of it yourself, I think you appreciated what you had a little bit more because you were you were really curating your own collection. Now that you have everything at your fingertips, it's like, I yeah. don't know, how do you curate, you know? Yeah. yeah. Now I just go look. I don't even curate my own stuff anymore. I let Spotify do it for me. Yeah. So, AI is taking over. Do you ever get a song? And this is, you know, so Pandora was really the first of the streaming services Loved that, it. you know, yeah, that you kind of listen to and be like, check out new bands. Now I'm like, if I'm listening to a station and I don't like a song, I'm like, this is lame next. Just because I didn't pick it yeah. out, it's like you know, I I I'm no, open no, to no, music, no. but I'm also super like if if I'm listened um, a minute in and it's, it hasn't caught me, I'm like ah uh, next. No, I agree. That's what I do. I mean, I put on my playlist and it's just like I'm a minute in and the song doesn't interest me at all. Yeah, let's go next. You know, yeah, there's okay. no point. TikTok is conditioned. If you can't get them in the first fifteen seconds, man, you're yep. screwed. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I wonder yeah. if we if we catch people within our first fifteen minutes. Um, no, well, I mean, we, that's why we have our little cold open stuff, right? That's, I, that's guess. A, yeah. I hope everybody's enjoying that. We've been enjoying and putting it together. Yeah, just um, snippets of our preamble before we go before we the start ramble, the episode. Preamble. Yeah, yeah. It's more of what we do in a condensed version. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to bring us to the close of this episode. This was episode 18 18 we're legal we're legal we can <laughs> we can vote we can buy a, go to buy war done yeah yeah can't drink can't drink though can't drink we can buy a lottery ticket yep can't drink. you can you can go in a club but not drink in the club yeah yeah but uh was winston going in the club <laughs> thank you everybody for listening tell a friend if you're enjoying this, let somebody else know, please. You can rate and subscribe wherever you're listening. That way you don't miss future episodes whenever they drop every two weeks. If you want us to talk about something, feel free to drop a comment, say on our YouTube channel if you're listening there. Or go ahead and send us an email at podcastxyz, that's x-w-h-y-z, at gmail.com. You can visit us on all of our socials. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on YouTube. And as always, you can check us out at our home on the web, which is podcastxyz.podbean.com. And with that, we will talk at you again in two weeks. (laughs) See you, everybody. See you later.